Jesus is talking about both love and peace this week. So what's more important, I ask you? Love or peace? And which comes first, peace or love? Once you are at peace with yourself, you can enjoy love more vibrantly and develop healthier relationships. Love is beautiful and important, but when things do not go as planned, your inner peace will never fail to catch you when you fall. That's why peace is more important than love. Inner peace is an absence of fear, an absence of fear which calms our mind and heart and allows us to see our path much clearer. An absence of fear in which we are not afraid, helping us to focus and remain calm even in the face of great difficulty. Inner peace is a compass, a compass that points to truth and leads you there, trusting that all obstacles are worthy challenges rather than intimidating threats. This is a very specific kind of peace. As we continue for the second week to unpack our four-part message series we call Be Not Afraid, let's take a deep dive into love and peace and see how that's related to being not afraid. Sometimes in a relationship, we may say, I want to be her peace or I want to be his peace. I want to be a calming force for him or her and provide her or him with an escape from the harsh realities of this world. That's what we're saying. Here's the truth though. You cannot be peace or love for someone until you yourself are peace and love. To be peace for someone or to be love for someone, you must first be in right relationship. Right relationship with yourself, which is inherent only when you are in right relationship with the Lord. Those two things are not extrinsic, right relationship with God and right relationship with yourself. They are intrinsic. One does not exist without the other. If you want to create more peace in your relationships, it starts with your relationship with God and thus your relationship with how you perceive yourself in the light of how God perceives you. We toss about the word shalom every once in a while in Christian parlance. When we say let's offer each other the sign of peace, sometimes I hear people offering each other that word shalom. We translate it most often in English as peace. However, in the original Hebrew, shalom literally means right relationship. And the peace that we experience is the result of right relationship. Shalom denotes a right relationship with God, with others and with all of God's creation. It's the way God intended for things to be when he created the universe. This was God's original design for his creation. Not that we live in fear, scarcity, poverty, or in some minimalist conditions. 
Deep inner peace always starts with your relationship with God. Your relationship with God then determines how you relate to yourself, which determines how you relate to the world and to others. If you are at peace with God and love God as He loves you, you will be at peace with self, have proper love for self as a daughter or son of God, and will be at peace with others as you will see them too as a daughter or son of God. Right relationship, shalom, is where it all starts. Call to mind the gospel that we had a few weeks ago. Jesus walked into the upper room after the resurrection. All of the apostles were up there cowering because they figured their fate was going to be the same as Jesus's. Not only that, but some people had reported that they saw Jesus alive. They were more than just a little bit freaked out about that. And they were afraid of him, afraid of him because of the retribution he might deliver upon them, how he might scold them and rebuke them because they abandoned him. And there Jesus just appears in that upper room, walks right through the doors, it says, as they are locked. And he sees the disciples there who abandoned him when he was arrested and crucified. What does he say to them? Peace be with you. Shalom. In other words, I have come for right relationship with you. He tells them again in the gospel today that he's come to give a special kind of shalom a special kind of peace, not the peace of the world, but his peace of right relationship. And he says, because of that right relationship, our hearts should not be troubled or afraid ever. I realize that's a bit idealistic, but it's something we can strive for. Some people actually think that relationships are not important. Maybe you've heard it said, I'm a rock, I'm an island, I don't need anybody else. However, human beings are defined by their relationships more than anything else. Relationships tell us who we are. They tell us whose we are and what is expected of us. Our relationships define where we've been, where we are, and where we are going. The relationship of your dreams, where there's authentic connection and you feel genuinely loved, accepted and honored just as you are, believe it or not, is completely possible when you realize it all starts with God and you. When all is said and done, the only relationship that defines who we genuinely are is our right relationship with God, our Creator. The Bible tells us that we are the only creature created in the image and likeness of God. We're made in God's image. Maybe it's hard for you to fathom, especially if you don't think too much of yourself, but you are God's masterpiece. It's not arrogance to say humans created in God's image are therefore the only thing in this world of inherent value, strictly by your birth, you are created in God's image and have that inherent value as a son or daughter of God. We're the only creation that Jesus was willing to die for. We're the only creation in this world with whom God wants a relationship. You are special. You and I, we are special. 
Being made in God's image cannot be taken away because someone simply deems you unworthy. It cannot be taken away because someone treats you with prejudice or a lack of decency because your worth is not defined by them. Your worth is defined by God and God says you are special. You're worth all the effort it took to make this world. You're worth the sacrifice of his son. You're worth every event that has shaped God's will since the beginning of time. You are valuable because God says so. That right relationship, that value defines you, defines you above everything else. However, our relationship with God also has to be defined on his terms because he has ownership of our past, present, and our future. God is faithful, faithful to forgive a genuine heart, guide a willing servant, and uphold the promises that he makes to those who faithfully endure. We can trust the one who does not change, cannot lie, whose mercy is everlasting, and whose truth endures to all generations. Without any hesitation, our relationship with God should also define how we perceive those who God brings into our lives. We should see the rest of the world as God does. The people we run across in every circumstance are also made in his image. They are also God's masterpiece. As hard as it may be to imagine for some people that you know, they too are God's masterpiece in the making. Just like you, he continues to paint their portrait. We're all masterpieces in the making. And when we realize that everyone can connect to God in the same deeply meaningful way that we do, our appreciation for their soul and its well-being should encourage a right relationship that is significant, selfless, and sacrificial. A relationship defined by mutual appreciation of the one who made us is a right relationship that will endure. In those instances, it will be a relationship devoid of all the stuff that makes our world sometimes unbearable and the people that we run across sometimes insufferable. Notice also though that Jesus says in order to be in right relationship, that is in order to experience this deep inner peace and inner love in the best sense, we must keep his word, he says in the gospel today. That is, we must do the things he tells us to do. He comments elsewhere in the gospels, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do the things I tell you? If we pour ourselves out to him, give ourselves to him, and follow his way, we will experience shalom in the deepest possible way. We call Jesus the Prince of Peace, which comes to us from the book of the prophet Isaiah in the Old Testament, written in Hebrew. So more accurately, Isaiah is saying, Jesus is the Prince of Shalom, the Prince and Teacher of Right Relationship. Shalom informs your every action and your relationships and thereby informs the very way that you live your life. 
We're not talking about superficial peace and love. I think that's obvious at this point. This is a deep inner peace without which you will never experience true love or true peace. Those are all the things we want you to know today. This is what we'd like for you to do. Ask God to help you identify a place of unrest in your life, a place where you experience a lack of peace and help you to see that that unrest is a lack of right relationship with your creator. If this lack of peace involves another person, ask God to help you see that person as he sees them, his son or daughter, who are also struggling just like you and me to find their way in life. Loving that person as a daughter or son of God, truly seeing them that way can help you find that peace. Some people tell me they're afraid to have a relationship with God or they don't know how or they've never done this or never even thought about it. If for some reason that defines you, ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Ask the Holy Spirit today to give you the grace to see God as your good father and comforter in this world broken by sin and fear. In this world broken by sin and fear, Jesus says to you, be not afraid. Shalom. May you live in right relationship and as a consequence, be not afraid.